the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's about recovery and restoration. Although the Bible clearly teaches us that God is a God of recovery and restoration, far too many saints don't know it. And even worse, some saints even refuse to believe it. The Bible teaches us that God has no pleasure in those who draw back from His promises and refuse to believe His promises. That's because those who draw back and don't believe will never receive what He promises. The Bible teaches us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Since faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then it's my absolute pleasure to share with you some more of what God's word says about our God and the awesome promise that he wants to fulfill in our lives, including the promise of bringing the recovery and restoration in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. First Timothy chapter three, please. So we're supposed to learn in the house of God how to conduct ourselves in such a way that restores and gives us a good name. First Timothy chapter three, starting with verse 14. Of course, remember he was teaching Timothy how to be a pastor. He said in verse 14, these things write unto thee, having hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of truth. Notice he wants us to know how to conduct ourselves in the house of God. He said, that's why I'm writing unto you. This letter is what he was writing unto him. Why? Because the word of God that's sent unto the believers is there to be able to, and all the epistles are designed to help you know how to conduct yourself in the house of God. Now, I think that's fascinating. In the house of God. See, in the house of God, people from all walks of life, all kinds of ways of doing things, come together to be able to know how they ought to behave themselves. To know how to behave themselves. See, there's a part of the service that we worship God. There's a part of the service that we give God the praise and the glory that he's rightfully due. There's a part of the service where we can just lay prostrate before him and wet up the floor and everything else we want to. But there's a time that we need to get up, shut up, sit down, and begin to learn how to live in the house of God. Because it starts in the house of God. Because there's instructions in righteousness that have to come forth where we're taught how to be right. Ask me why. Because all of us came from different places and different ideas of what's right. All of us came from different, come on up in here. See, I learned from the streets how to treat that woman. And so I was treating her in a way that the streets say right, but the house of God say wrong. 
Why? Because the streets didn't have the word of God. House of God does. I came to the house of God and I began to start learning some things. I started finding out, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm born again. Yeah, I'm saved and I ain't going to hell. But I still got hell up in my house and I'm finding out why. And I found out it was because of my behavior. But before I could learn to do different at the house, I had to learn how to do different in the house. Because it starts in the house. That's what we do here. We train people how to conduct themselves in so many different ways. Can I testify? No names attached. I remember this one lady one time, she came to me complaining. Praise God. Came to the altar complaining to me about her husband. Praise God. And she said, I'm so sick and tired of seeing my husband around this place doing, acting this this particular way around y'all. And, and, and acting this particular way around y'all. But when he come home, he ain't doing it up in here. He come to your little blessed women of God breakfast and he be holding chairs for them. He don't hold no chair for me. He come there for that. He be can they play back, but he don't care my plate no place. He don't even get me no plate. <laughs> come here, be speaking to people, smiling at people. Come home and ain't saying nothing to me. I think he's a hypocrite. I said, no, baby, he ain't no hypocrite. So what he is, is he's a man in training. I said, because answer me this one. Answer me this one, sweetheart. Before he came to the house, did he ever do it? She said, no. I said, well, it starts in the house of God. He's learning how to do it here with other people who know how to appreciate what he's doing. So that he can then, once he learn how to do it with some other people who appreciate what he's doing, then he can take you on and begin to start doing it for you. But it's going to start somewhere, and it always starts in the house of God. The reason why folk act crazy out there is because they never learn how to act up in here. That's one of the reasons why it's so jacked up all this teaching going on right nowadays, because it's getting people to be able to, to relax how they do what they do and just do what they want to. And just, just come on in the church, as long as you're in the church, I don't care how you dress, I don't care what you, the devil is a liar. Because there's a way to conduct yourself in the house of God. Because you got to learn that how you conduct yourself here is how you're going to conduct yourself there. He had to learn how to be a giver here to learn how to be a giver there. I said, baby, with faith and patience, let God have his perfect work. Just sit back and relax, baby. He going to get to you. He practicing on everybody else. I remember she came back not long after that, poor God. Not long in my eyes, probably it was a long time in her eyes. Came back to me after and she said, you remember you told me he was going to do it, in, eventually do it in the house? I said, yeah. Come on, testify. She said, he doing it. Everything I saw him do here, he's now doing at my house. Thank you for teaching him how to be the man of God he's supposed to be. I said, baby, every one of us, I said, now you sit down and learn how to be the woman of God you're supposed to be. Because every one of us is supposed to conduct ourselves in a particular way. And if anybody, any teaching tell you anything different, it's a life in the pit of hell. Because God has a specific way that he wants us to be. Back to First Timothy. Because those who behave themselves in the house of God like they're supposed to be, because the house of God is the pillar and ground of truth. It sets up the parameters of how things are supposed to be. And God wants to bring us into the house of God who are the houses of God. So just like the house of God has pillars and parameters, our own life will begin to start establishing pillars and parameters. But they're going to be based upon the word of God. 
That's why he tells the pastors and the people that's going to be leading the people. He told them, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Leaven of the Pharisees causes you to reject people that God would accept. And leaven of the Sadducees causes you to accept behavior that God rejects. Because you change the boundaries just to get them in. You change the boundaries just to keep them there and let them do what they want to do. That's why I understand you've probably come from churches that tell the pastor how to be able to do what he's supposed to do and be able to set the parameters. I think we ought to have this kind of ministry. Well, then go ahead and start it up, baby. Not up in here. The devil devil is a liar. (laughs) Because most of that stuff is outside of the parameters of the pillar of truth. That's supposed to be established. Are you listening to me up in here? In this house, I can't speak for no place else, but this house is going to do it exactly the way God said do it and stay within the parameters of what he said do. And if you got a problem with it, I love you. I'd advise you to sit still and you're going to love it later. But if you can't sit still, the door ain't locked. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And as old folk used to say, let the door knob hit you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But understand, it's going to happen a specific way up in here. I'm on assignment from the living God to be able to make sure it's done his way. And I'm going to make sure it's done his way. Because there's a way to behave yourself in the house of God, which is training ground for the rest of the world. He said, I want you to know this. Read it again, read it again. Verse 14. He said, verse 14. He said, these things write I unto thee, hoping to come to thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God. That thou may know. Now, that word know right there means to see. To see. See, it's in the house of God that people get a chance to see how all of our behavior ought to be. It's in the house of God that we're supposed to get a chance to see how all of our behavior ought to be. That's why I can't believe, I can't teach you anything like it don't matter what you do. Because that's a life in the pit of hell. Because these things were written so that you may know how things will be. So you can see it. See, it's supposed to be seen, number one, in the, in the word of God. As it's taught to the people of God who come to the house of God. It's supposed to be seen, number one, in the word of God. That way you know it ain't opinion when it's being presented to you. So you can see right there in black and white and in red, this is what God said. And number two, through the behavior of the saints who live out the word that's seen in the, house, in the word of God. It's supposed to be seen through the word of God that's taught to the people in the house of God. And it's supposed to be seen through the behavior of the saints who live out the word of God. It's seen in the, in the word of God. That's one of the reasons why everybody understands that when you're called to a church, you're called on an assignment. And part of that assignment is to live what's being taught when what's being taught is the word of God, follow me as I follow Christ, live what's being taught. Why? Because you're on assignment to show people outside of you, this is how it's supposed to happen. You don't believe that? Keep your finger here. We're coming back. Turn to Matthew chapter 28. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 28. Come on. Rightly divide the word of truth now. Matthew chapter 28, starting with verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. People like to leave this whole verse off right here. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. 
And lo, I am with you always until the end of the age. He said, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, which means there's things that he commands his people to do so that they can then turn around and teach other people. This is what I'm command. God's commanding you to do, too. Now, we ain't supposed to do it by putting our finger in their face. This is what you're supposed to do. What we're supposed to do is live it in front of them so that they can see in the house of God how things ought to be. They can see in the house of God how things ought to be. I remember, I remember, I remember when we first got a chance, the privilege to be able to uh, open this church, praise God. We, in fact, it was quiet as kept. We, we technically took over another church and made it word of faith. What had happened was, see, what happened was this guy was closing this church, but he was going to turn everything in lock stock over to the, to the bishop. And Bishop was excited because he's, man, I've been wanting to have a, tex- a church in Texas, praise God, because he used to go hunting not far from here and go do some other things. And that's why he used to fly down here all the time, praise God. And when they told him about San Antonio, he was pumped, praise God. But the Lord told him, no, that place is for Rodney Pearson. Don't tell him, but he didn't like that. Praise God. <laughs> Called me in his office and told me about it. he was opening up a church in San Antonio. Pray about us. Ain't nothing to pray about. Let's go. Because I was already in prayer. God already told me that we was getting up out of here. I knew I was either going to be sent out or put out. I didn't know which one it was going to be. But I knew, I knew I'm supposed to get up out of here real soon. Praise God. And so... But my son, he, you know, my little son, praise God, he used to pray all the time with me too, praise God, back then. He used to stay plugged into the spirit. Remember, he came and told my wife, we're we, we going to move this year. Praise God, we're going to move this year. My wife was like, cool, because she wanted to move anyway. You know? and, and, and then he said, we're about to go to someplace warm. In fact, it's going to be hot. You remember he said that, baby? He said, gonna, we gonna, you're about to go someplace hot. I'm thinking like that gotta be God because I couldn't stand heat. Praise God. That's one of the reasons why I know I wasn't supposed to go to hell because I don't like no heat. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so that better be God. Praise God. I like seasons. Praise God. Plural. We have seasons here too. Hot and a little less hot. Praise God. Amen. We got to. And then it's back out again. Praise God. We waste our time looking at the, at the, at the weather, man. Praise God. What's the temperature going to be? Hot. <laughs> Tomorrow, hot. Hot and humid. Amen. Then it might rain, then it's just hot. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> so anyway, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop found out it was both would be for me. So we took over the church. I remember we took over the church. I remember when we first came in, praise God, we had a way of doing things. Praise God, a way that we know that's right. Hallelujah. I remember, I remember there was a guy there that was, that was our, guitar, our, our bass guitar player. He was a bass guitar player, lead guitar player. I have to remember, praise God. He was on the worship team, praise God. It was their praise team. It turned into a worship team. He used to come to church with flip-flops and, 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 and shorts. Anybody remember that? There was a, he'd be flip-flops and shorts and stuff, and he'd sit up there, praise God. He'd have on T-shirts that might, like, say, drink more beer, all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and he'd be, like, playing, praise God. And I would encourage him, just keep coming, young man. And people that was from where I came from, they used to come to me and say, aren't you going to say something to him? I say, I'm going to say something to him. What I'm going to say to him is I'm going to encourage him to keep coming. That's all I'm going to do is encourage him to keep coming. They said, well, look how he dressed. I said, leave that alone. I say he's he doing what he thinks is right, but he's in the house of God. He's going to learn. He's going to learn. And so we just kept living it in front of him, just kept living it in front of him, just kept living it in front of him. He'd come flip-flopping shorts, praise God, drink more beer, you know, and, 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 and we just kept living it in front of him, living in front of him, praise God. He'd come and flip-flops and shorts, drink more beer, and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and you know, Budweiser all across his chest, and, he, and, and 
We just kept living in front of him. Until one day, remember that? He came in with long pants, pair of shoes, and a, and a shirt that didn't say drink more beer. <laughs> Never spoke a word to him. Never said a word to him verbally. But I said the most powerful word, and that's I lived it in front of him. And because I lived it in front of him and kept loving him for who he was and accepting him for who he was, he eventually began to, in the house of God, find out how he's supposed to do. And from that point forward, he came in dressed the way I wanted him to. Praise God. Why? Because you learn in the house of God. It all starts in the house of God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You get a chance to see how things ought to be. Now, that word, that word see also means, it also translates to be aware. To be aware. And to come to understand. To be aware. And to come to understand. See, become aware. Of, we're supposed to, see, in the house of God, we're supposed to become aware of how we're supposed to behave ourselves. We're supposed to become aware. See, before coming to the house of God, we were unaware of how we should conduct ourselves. But after coming to the house of God, we're supposed to become aware of how we should conduct ourselves. That's why it's so important for the man of God and the people that are associated with him to conduct themselves the way God said do. We can't, we can't loosen the the, uh, the requirement. Don't just do anything okay. No, 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 no. It's got to, got to. See, we're supposed to represent God. That's why nowadays churches are, I'm going to say this as right as I possibly can. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Praise God. But what's supposed, what, 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 what churches are doing nowadays and stuff like that is they're trying to gain the people so they dress like, look like, act like the people so that they can then gain the people under the false interpretation of I want to be the all things for all men so I could win a few. But that can't be what that meant. Because if that was the case, if I want to, then if I want to, don't get mad at me while I teach. If I want a hoe to get saved, I got to go be hoish then. If I want a crackhead to be saved, I got to go be a crackhead. But that's not what he, obviously that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is I got to have the attitude whereas I'm willing to receive anybody in any, uh, along the way and be able to meet them where they are rather than require them to come to where I am to meet them. That's what he's talking about. So with that in mind, praise God. Uh, 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 we, we have to become, we become aware after we come to the house of God. That guy became aware of how he's supposed to conduct himself. That word aware means having knowledge, conscious and cognizant. That's why, back to my point, that's why the, the, the people of the church are supposed to become more and more like God. Why? Because they're supposed to imitate Christ. We ain't supposed to imitate them. They're supposed to imitate Christ. But how do they find out how Christ is? By watching us. By watching us conduct ourselves the way we're supposed to. Because we are people who became aware of how we're supposed to conduct ourselves. Having knowledge, conscious and cognizant. Having knowledge, becoming conscious and cognizant. I used to cuss all the time before I got, when I, when I got born again. I used to cuss all the time. My wife tell you I ain't lying. I used to cuss all the time. She wasn't with me in church when I first started coming to church. You know, I hadn't learned how to stop cussing yet. Praise God. I, I thought cussing is what you do. You just, you just do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when everybody else be yelling amen, I didn't learn to say that yet. Oh, yeah. I was, it took me a little while to learn that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everybody else be like amen. I'd be like bleep de bleep. And, and my voice carry. Y'all don't know me. My, my, my voice carry. Praise God. So for rolls, they heard bleep de bleep. And, and most people would look at me then. And I'd look back at them, what the bleep de bleep you looking at? Because I still hadn't learned how to act in the house of God yet. Praise God. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. But I eventually learned. No, no, they say amen in here. And so I started saying it in here. And then I would go outside and bleepty bleep out there. But I'd come back in here, then I'd be like amen. But I was trained in the house of God to quit cussing. Because a, a scripture was shown to me in Ephesians that said, let no corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth, only that which is good to edify. I'm like, oh man, and give no place to the devil. I'm giving place to the devil? I didn't bleep, they bleep, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I had to cut off the bleep, they bleeps, praise God, you know. Because I learned it in the house of God. Is anybody bleep, they bleep listening to me? <laughs> And so he had to learn it in the house of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I learned in the house of God. I can't be cussing to everybody. I found out I ain't even supposed to do it if somebody crossed me. Because the streets taught me, oh no, see, it's on and popping there. But I found out, no, no, I gotta I gotta keep my mouth. I can't I can't do that. I remember he showed me a scripture say, do all things as unto Christ, not as unto man. And then he asked me, would you cuss me out? I'm like, no, Lord. He said, well, you ain't supposed to cuss nobody else out. I'm like, well, amen. <laughs> Don't matter what they do. Don't matter. Amen. Because you learn how to, I wasn't even aware of it. I didn't have knowledge of it. I, was, I wasn't conscious of it. I just thought that's what you do. I, I, had no, I wasn't cognizant. The word aware also means informed, alert, knowledgeable, and sophisticated. People would tell me to stop cussing, but nobody informed me why I'm supposed to stop cussing. I didn't know. I had to become sophisticated when I come to the house of God. See, before I was acting all crazy, but now I'm sophisticated. I know better than that now. But that starts where? Where you would get a chance to become aware of how we're supposed to behave ourselves, as well as come to understand how we're supposed to behave ourselves as God's women and men. Because there's a way to behave. That's only learned in the house of God. It's not learned anyplace else. That's why Satan wants to keep the houses of God empty. Why? Because the people stay empty. Well, that's all the way of time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I'm sure you already know, but I hope you're learning even more so how blessed it is to be a child of God, a child of a God who wants to bring recovery and restoration in our lives now that we have Him in our lives. Our God loves us so much, and He wants to do so much for us too including bringing recovery and restoration of all that was lost and or stolen in the lives of me and you. Saints of God, believe it's true and let him do it for you. That is, bring recovery and restoration into your life like he wants to do. He tells us in his word that that's what he wants to do for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. 
If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And since we were just speaking about recovery and restoration, how many of you married people would like a recovery and restoration of the closeness and that fire and desire you used to have for one another in marriage? Well, if that's you, I have just a thing for you. So to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas who have a desire to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage, we invite all of you to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding area come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. By the way, your boo is the one you're married to. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.